Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Thank you for listening today. Join us anytime on the web at boldenterprises.com. Carl, today we're continuing our series on resume building. Resume building is being distinct as a brand in and of ourselves. so People will know who they're talking to. And we've begun our series with an introduction to this, a new type of resume experience. That's right. One where we have accepted full responsibility for how we're going to be perceived. We continued that with some distinct brainstorming ideas for putting together a resume. We're going to start with ourselves. We're going to assume that all the employers out there know what they're looking for, and they've articulated it in terms of at least a job description, if not also a series of qualifications for what kind of person they're looking for. But we're not going to disappear. We're going to show up. Our resume is going to communicate what we bring to that position. Wonderful. Today, we're actually structuring this resume. We're putting it together. And we've had a week where we just challenged ourselves to get out what we want. Mm -hmm. And then we had a week following that where we challenged ourselves to get out and not filter our thinking, but look for themes in knowing what we bring to the table. It'll be so nice to get those sticky notes off the walls that are all over your house. Yes, or (laughs) your office. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us, what do we do with this information, Carl? We've prioritized what we want. We've looked for themes and knowing what we bring to the table. What are we going to do? Well, one thing we're going to do is we're going to articulate, just use our imagination and say, what would be the ideal job? What would the ideal job consist of? And that would both be in terms of the job description, what industry you're in, and all those intangible things that we were thinking about ourselves, what level of responsibility we would have, what the team environment was like, what the structure of work was like. So we just have a picture in our mind of what would be ideal. Our task now is to take all these various thoughts, and we're going to limit ourselves to three or four distinctives around which we're going to organize our work experience. In the resume now, we're going to use what we thought of in terms of the ideal job description, and we're going to write a sentence or two about what our objective is, what we would like. That's very common on resumes, and it gives a two- to three-sentence picture to an employer of where you're going. Now what we need to do is describe our work experience. And instead of doing that in the traditional manner of listing where you worked most recently, reverse date order there, with all your accomplishments bulleted in between, we're going to organize the rest of the resume around these three or four distinctives about ourselves, articulate who we really are, what we want, and what we bring to the table. Let's spend some time on those, because this is what's truly distinct about this branded resume is going to be these categories around which we're communicating who we are. So in our categories that we brainstormed and prioritized, how do we get from knowing what we want, knowing what we bring to the table, to having actually these three distinct categories that we're going to use? Well, for example, if you decided you worked with teams and you work well with people and you like to see projects done from beginning to end, you might say, what's really important to me is to lead a project, to lead a team with a project. And so one of the distinctives about yourself that you're going to articulate is that you're a team leader that, you know, you lead teams to achieve projects from start to finish. So that's your one thing. Whatever the role is, who you want to be and what you're going to bring to the table is this team leader who can see a project through. Another thing may be that you um, 
are very practical, and you see the the implications to the policies and procedures of getting something done. And so that you're an organizer. Whatever the job is and whatever the role is, you want to demonstrate with your work experience that you are a systemic thinker, that you're an organizer, that you bring order out of chaos, that you can see what gets things completed. There's a couple examples where you've kind of articulated from all these little things a overarching attribute or characteristic about yourself that whatever the job is, you'll be able to make a big difference. Well, and I can see another example of maybe if you're someone that really can see things from beginning to end, you're definitely a person who is able to put a product together, a whole project together. One of my clients is a computer programmer and very accomplished on a team, but he worked with a larger company and had a small role where there's so many people involved on any given project been in the field for quite a number of years and was ready to expand his responsibilities. He was one of these people who could see that he worked well with people and he wanted to manage an entire programming project. So I'm going to use his resume as an example. We got the three things that were key about him. So his first characteristic that we stated quite briefly, was collaborative, results-oriented leadership. He likes to collaborate, and they can help teams make things happen. So in putting together his desire, his ideal job would be to be responsible for the development of a product from start to finish. So the one thing he wanted to communicate about himself is that he could lead a team to do this. So that was the first category. All that work experience that we just erased from our resumes we're not writing our work history. This is where it comes back in. So instead of all his years of programming just disappearing or being organized by job, he is going to bullet under this heading all the examples, all his work experience where he demonstrated leadership, where he worked effectively with people, where he and others got things done. I did this project. This one came in under budget. This had this, I oversaw this many people. And he's demonstrating now with his work experience that he is, in fact, already a collaborative results-oriented leader, even though he does not currently hold a leadership position. His next key attribute had to do with technology and what he believed about computer programming, and that's so that it was very user-oriented. Well, as soon as he said user-oriented, you know he became my best friend. We all know that's my pet peeve about computers. He wanted to communicate that all his designs were very creative and they were always oriented around the user. His next characteristic that branded him and said who he was, was that he was a creative, user-oriented designer. Creative and user-oriented in design. Just three simple things under one attribute. Under that, we listed all the things he had done that showed that he was creative, out-of-the-box thinker, and that how the interfaces accomplished things in such a way that it was intuitive for the user to use, and there would be no need for any instruction manuals whatsoever, because as soon as you sat down, accountant would already see the process, how they've always done their work right there on the screen, and it would be obvious how to do it. And then finally, his third category was that he was a forward-thinking and change-oriented with technology, that he was on top of a field, the state of the art of a field that changes very rapidly and in quantum leaps. Third category was forward-thinking, change-oriented technologies. And under here, he gave examples of how he When he designed something, he designed it with change in mind and that his work would not be obsolete in two years, as many people would, but would be something that could adapt 
and grow with a company as new technologies became available. That was very unique and distinct, and he wanted to share that about himself. Those were his three things, collaborative results-oriented leadership, creative, user-oriented design, and then forward-thinking, change-oriented technologies. And we organized all his computer programming work experience as the evidence that he was those three things already. So there was, there's an example of that communicated what he wanted to do next. He wanted to oversee a whole project. He wanted to be the interface with the user and give them what they wanted. And he wanted to do it in such a way that it would change with the company because that would make the best product possible. So at the same time, he was helping with perception. So if in a traditional resume, someone would have looked at his resume and said, well, he's done a lot of things, but he hasn't had responsibility or that might not actually come through. But here, he was really pointing towards those distinctives of his job where he had had that responsibility. Without having the, maybe the title or the formal responsibility. So it He's took had the, the focus experience. off of just a former job, and really the focus then became him and his abilities. Exactly. He's completely in charge of how he's being perceived. He's being honest about what he wants to do. He is saying, I can step into what I want to do and I can be your next team leader to take a whole product from start to finish. And here's the work experience to show that I can do it. Whereas if he had just done a traditional resume that showed, as you said, that just showed where he worked and what he did in each of those jobs, without even a chance to talk to the employer, they would have disqualified him from the position because he had not already been team leader had already led a project all the way through. So here's the power that we're giving ourselves in organizing our work history differently. And he didn't lie. He didn't brag. They were facts. They were just the facts. They were the facts. And so now he's got this conversation and he wouldn't talk about whether he can step into it or not. And then in the structure of this, then, you know, you went on and enlisted his work experience. Exactly. The main thing about this resume is... We describe our objective in terms of our ideal position so that they have a sense of where we're going. And that ideal position may be a position that you actually have in mind that has a job description. It may or may not. That's true. That's true. If you are applying for a particular job and you want to get that job, you would want to describe your objective in terms that parallel that job. Yes, we need to be wise about that. And then we articulate those core distinctives about ourselves. And we organize our work history around those. There are certain, you know, particularly online posts where really it's just computers searching for various buzzwords. Mm-hmm. It's not really a person even looking at a resume. What do we do with our system and that? Well, in anything that's looking for keywords, you, you, you have to play the system. So you, you're taking responsibility to choose to fill out their forms with language that when searching, they'll find you. So you do use words like leadership and you do use words like results and you do use words like manager. And then we give them the rest of the information about ourselves on page two of the resume so that our work history is there, but it's more there as a list of titles and positions and company names and the durations of our employment and our education and our qualifications and any other forms of licensing or certifications that we've achieved that we bring 
to the table. All that just becomes facts and data that we're laying out there that substantiate the case. But what brands us is our three or four distinctives. That's what we want to be the focus of this resume. And that's what's going to catch their eye. They're the titles, they're the headings that the human resources person or the actual person hiring for the position is going to focus on. And as they get into the resume and look at your work experience, they're going to see that it substantiates these characteristics that you're communicating about yourself. And you will either be very interesting to them and they will want to meet you and talk to you. Or if they don't, you can feel really good about that, that it just wasn't a match, that they were not looking, in this example, for a leader. They were looking for another program programmer who was content to work primarily with code. And that's not your current interest. So no problem. We're running out of time. I do want to mention to our readers, for those of us like myself who are more visual, who even though we've listened to this, that an example will be on our website for you to look at what we're talking about. So that website again is www.boldenterprises.com. So we will have an example of what we're talking about. Any last words for us in putting together this resume? Our byword is no excuses. We don't give excuses. We're coming to the table with our life and we're coming to work and we're going to show up and we're not going to blame anyone else. And there's a lot of hard realities there in the job search world. And one of the awkward things is people do their first round of calling for prospective employees with just a piece of paper, just a resume. And they make decisions based on you, based on that piece of paper. So how can we, without any excuses, take responsibility to have ourselves perceived the way we want? That's what's key. Our idea, our, the vehicle we're suggesting is one way to do that. We want everyone to get the job that's the best fit for them and to be that your own perception maker. And I think uh, even if you're not comfortable, let's say our listener is in a very traditional job market, try this out a cover letter. Just give it a try. Give it a try. Even if you have a very traditional resume, you feel like that's the best thing that's going to help you stand out, then try it in a, a cover letter someplace that's not as... Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Exactly. uh, Scary. Well, thank you for listening. This concludes our series on resume building. Again, I'd like to invite you to look on our website at boldenterprises.com for a sample of the resume builder we've gotten together. And if this truly is something that you are struggling with and you want a little bit of help, I know, Carl, you're available for consulting in this area. That's right. It's one of our favorite areas of getting involved with people. Yeah. So contact us on the web and we will help you put this together if you can't do it yourself. Thank you for listening. See you next time. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.